You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Girls After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Girls After Show. Yes, it is. (laughs) What's up, everybody? We are back. Girls, season two, and I'm loving it. Um, This episode is called It's About Time, and as I said, we are in season two. This is episode one. I am your host, Kelly, and joining me, the crew is back together again, and we have some special guests tonight, but let me let everyone introduce themselves here at the table. I think it's for doing, and I'm doing my name. It's Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude, I've totally been out of it. I'm trying so hard. I have a a really bad cough right now, so I'm trying really hard to kind of, like, suck it back so I don't cough in everyone's ear. You're doing great. Work it out. Work it out. No, I have, like, a ton of them, and it's just been horrible. I don't know if anybody else is fighting the flu, but it is not It's fun. winter time. It's bad. It's just, you know, 50 degrees in LA, and I swear it feels like it's about 20. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had that heat on in here a while ago. It was, like, it was like a sauna in so here. So thank you, Thomas, for having my back. Yes, Bing, we're all about binging over here. And I'm Spicy Muddy, uh-huh. helping keeping it, you know, doing it and doing it well in the studio. <laughs> ah! Keeping it nice and spicy. <laughs> Next to me is the gorgeous. Miriam Gonzalez. And uh, joining us on our couch tonight. Huh? Matt Lieberman. And hey, everybody. Philip Molina. We sound like nerds over here. <laughs> yeah. The girls over the here The two dancing. guys in the corner. We're going to give our analysis. Yeah. We've got all things. <laughs> There's a lot of statistics. We have a lot of things to right. say. We want to keep this balanced. But you're Philip with an F. I'm Philip with, an, with an F. Philip with an F. I'm sorry. Fun it's weird. Sure. All right, we'll we'll fill up. Let's like fill her up. Sorry. I'm sorry. Well, it's just a new F word we can use. Yeah. I like that. Because girls want to have fun? Is that? Oh, that was lame. Exclusive. No. Thomas leading the score with one good joke. All right. I love it. So, what did you guys think about the episode tonight? Did you like it? Do you think it was a good kind of jump back into it? It's been a while since we last caught up with these chicks. Well, I might be biased because I totally love the show and mm-hmm. I absolutely missed it so I thought it was great I was super excited after I saw the show because I'm just excited about the rest of the season I mm-hmm. loved it how, how do you guys feel I enjoyed it I mean when I saw the trailer come out a few weeks ago I was just elated that it was time again for the girls to right. come back I love the beginning when Hannah just sluts it up I just think it's hilarious <laughs> and I just think it's hilarious because she Anyway, we'll get to that later, but I just think it's funny. I love the way it started just from the very beginning. I loved it. I mean, we can't jump back into a new season without seeing some of Lena Dunham's boobs. I mean, we just can't. <laughs> it wouldn't true. be a girl's episode if she wasn't half naked. That's true, and multiple times. <laughs> yes, um, yes. I thought it, it what was great is it just kind of picked up right where we left off. It felt like the show never even ended. It mm-hmm, didn't feel true. like a season opener. It was just kind of like, all right, we're just back to life. And that's because this show's very realistic. That's what life is. You just keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there was a buffer, though, there. I'd say it felt like about a month. 
month or so had passed yeah. from last season. It felt to me, at least watching uh, specifically Hannah, that it was almost like she got to watch the first season, like her character did, and ah. be like, okay, I'm going to get serious for you know the next stage of my life. It was kind of an interesting. This whole episode had that theme of like, no, we are adults now. That's not <laughs> how we behave. Yeah, so. no, and, and that that is. That, that's a good like thing to jump us right into Hannah. The one thing that I noticed about her character this season, too, is, is very along those same lines because I think that she has the way that I've always saw her character is she's she wants to be a writer she mm-hmm. you know she's a very creative personality so she in my mind she like writes what her next steps are going to be she plays them out in her head and it's like okay here's what I'm going to do I'm going to do this 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 and this and I think that's kind of what she's trying to do here it's like okay I did this I thought I was in love but I changed my mind so now I'm going to be this certain way and I think we <laughs> kind of saw that play out a little bit she's trying to be free spirited while trying to be different than she is at the same time and it just looks kind of funny to me and she's still overthinking which later right. on Jessa calls her out on she's like that's that's your problem you constantly overthink things which they're going to probably touch on later. But can you change mm-hmm. that about your personality? She's an overthinker. She's like like what you said, tomorrow I plan to be spontaneous. Mm-hmm. That's no that doesn't work. Yeah. You can't do that. And yeah. tomorrow I plan to be free spirited. You're just either free spirited and you're just spontaneous if that's the kind of person that you are. I think that there's a, that you can make a conscious effort when you're noticing that something's not working for you as you grow of, as an adult mm-hmm. that you you start to say, "You know what? All right. I Maybe with what, with what I've been doing in the past isn't working for me, and I think that to set that goal for her is a good one. Yes, she's free-spirited. She'll always be free-spirited, but as far as being spontaneous and trying not to overthink things, I think that that's going to develop over time. Do you think she's going too far the other extreme, floating it up? I mean, I'm just being blunt about the words, but she's, you know... Uh, no, Wait. I think every girl goes through a slutty phase. Well, she's not technically she's not slutting, slutting it up, it up. right? Well, we you're saw sleeping her with two guys at the same time. Well, she's not. Literally well, three, three, actually. Oh, three. Sorry. Well, you, if you mean literally sleeping, because she did go on a carousel ride <laughs> of sleeping in different guys' beds around the beginning of the show. <laughs> but actually, intercourse, it was Donald Glove. That's yeah. only the only one that we saw this episode. <laughs> so she's not sleeping with Adam? No. no. He can't. Just his urine. <laughs> Are you sure? She's you not at least giving him some yeah. bobble. She's doing something to Adam. No. I don't know. The cast probably covers it or something. <laughs> she's trying to get over him. He's he's still in love with her. You know, he's crazy about her and he needs her. But she's she's sleeping with Sandy. You know, mm-hmm. who's a we're going to discover in the next episode. He's a he's a Republican, mm-hmm. um, African American Republican guy. Uh, and I love that he's black. I'm sorry, I can say I can say that I'm part black. I love the <laughs> fact that they chose a black guy to be her new boyfriend. Like, well, guy she's sleeping with. But regardless, that's well, he dope. wants to be her boyfriend, right? And but she again is about the label, so that's something that she has a hard time dealing with. Remember, very going true. back from the very beginning, she's like, I'm going to do this differently. And again, she's trying to be. Live by the pants, you know, like, sorry, live by the seat of her pants. I can't even (laughs) rip her pants off. But she has to overplan it. Well, I appreciate the fact that she she has all these rules attached to it. And he calls her out on it. He's Mm -hmm. like, you know, why why do you have to have all these rules as far as, like, what I can and cannot do? Like, you can't come over in the middle of the night or... You know, any of those boyfriend-type things. Like, she, he wasn't allowed to go to her housewarming parties. She doesn't want to introduce him to the friends. I think right. she's not ready to go to a serious level because she's still attached to Adam, even though they're not together. Yeah. Do you think Adam's her emotional 
love and then this guy is the physical or she, what do you think? Well, personally, I think she got scared of her feelings for Adam. Really? I think yeah. That's yeah. what I think. I think that she really is in love with Adam, but mm-hmm. I think it freaked her out. She's not ready to deal with that because if we notice, she's not ready to be a grown-up at all. Yeah. She wasn't ready to get a real job. Oh, she's not ready she wasn't for anything. ready to do anything. So when you put her in these grown-up situations, and she even said as much, I hate being a grown-up. I'm not a grown-up when she had to go deal with George, which we can get into later, but she doesn't like being a grown-up and she doesn't want to be forced to do it and I think at the end of the day Adam is a great guy he is very blunt he asked her what do you want he gave her what she wanted and then she got scared of what she wanted right. and now she's backtracking well it's why so. it's why she didn't want him to move in with her it's right. because she she is afraid to to realize that a man is actually willing to commit to her she's not mm. ready for that it do, it doesn't make sense to her because she doesn't love herself right and you gotta great remember point. she's yeah. she's writing this story about her life and she wants to go through all of these things so it doesn't fit in the story with her. So she's supposed to be this quirky, unlovable person. Well, if somebody says, I love you, it doesn't fit in her story. So it can't happen. Absolutely right. You know? Do you think this is going to let into, like, because I've been in Adam's situation in the past and had oh, someone wow. push me away. Yeah, because, but it's because it turns out they actually love you. Like, it, it's kind of a warped way of showing, That's like, really the Hannah way. But do you think that Hannah, like, it's going to touch on some things that happened in her past, maybe? Like, they're going to bring that up. Like, this is what, this is why Hannah pushes Adam away and why she's trying to fill the void. I mean, Because it's a it, very similar thing. I think it's thing. her present, her emotional immaturity. I don't I mean, think yeah. she has a past. I don't think she <laughs> right. has a past. <laughs> I don't, how old on. is she? Yeah, I don't have a past. I think it's as simple as, and I'm speaking from personal experience, too. Like, that's why I think I relate so much to the storyline, because I remember when I was young and I had my first love and it was the same kind of thing yeah. it got too scary when it got too real and it's just as simple as that it doesn't mean anything before or a tragic childhood did anything right. it's as simple as I don't want to have that life yet see and I had a different perspective on it I didn't think that it was <clears throat> necessarily uh, that she didn't want to be an adult yet and make adult decisions I felt like it was the you chase you chase you chase for so long this person that you wanted and you had this vision in your mind of what you thought the relationship was going to be like once she got Got it and achieved it. She realized it wasn't all that it was cracked up to be. It was just what was in my mind, you know, or how I had perceived that it was going to be. But so, she didn't give it a chance to be anything. So how but, could that? The chase was done. The game was done. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was more of a. It, it was a. It was something she was competing with herself for this relationship that she didn't realize mm-hmm. she didn't even really want. But okay. secretly she wants. From from a guy's <laughs> perspective, I, you guys can correct me, but I feel like I talk to female friends all the time about the type of guy that Adam is. I'm like. No, that person is garbage. Get get Correct. away from them. Run Correct. away. Is there not a chance that maybe she just clicked a little bit? Like he is really mean to me. That I, yeah, yeah, that could have happened too. That's a great. But I it's mean, when he needs her. She's though. like he's this, kind of a dick. Why do I like a dick? Yeah. But this is well, well, we know why women like dick. But anyway, but this is but being as we're doing, <laughs> I, I did. But um, no. but but no, but seriously, like um. W- this is when he needs her the most, and she's pushing him away. Like he's an asswipe, though. He treats yeah, but her he like wasn't. He, he wasn't though. when they he got wasn't. together. When they were together, he was a douchebag when they first started. First when started, they started, yes. because he was being that guy, that that non-committal guy. He was being the you come over my house at three in the morning and I'm going to do you, and then you go home guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then he wanted to be with her, and then he became emotional, and then at the wedding he tells her, "This is what I want. This is the guy. This is I see. We're together. I love you. This yeah. is our whole life." And then she's like. 
like, whoa, 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 this is not yeah. what I signed up for. So, I mean, what is the thinking there? I think she wanted more of a high school serious boyfriend situation <laughs> than an adult boyfriend situation. I think when it came down to them being at the train tracks last season and then him confronting her to the wedding where he was giving her exactly what she wanted, like you said, she wasn't. she's not ready for that point in her life. She she's want- only had one boyfriend before him. Elijah, yeah. and he's gay. So it wasn't like a real, you That's know. That's the ultimate rejection. Sorry. <laughs> when you think you're in love with someone and then you find out they don't even love your sexuality. That's, so she's only experienced rejection. So she probably accepts rejection and is used to that. Yeah. The moment she got what she wanted, it was like something really scary for her. She knew how to handle it. Yeah. yeah. And the thing about Adam is, you know, he's a weird dude, but what he is is he's direct. He's authentic. Like, uh, the... the all four of the girls, like, I, I, I'm really attached to them and I relate to them, but part of our generation is that we're always kind of hiding, you know, what we want and what we need in an attempt to survive and mm. to, you know, remain around our friends and not freak anybody out. You know, he's a very weird dude who lives on the edge, but he has always been direct with what he wants and what he needs, and he's very unique compared to everyone else on the show, except for maybe Ray and Shoshana, who I think are also very authentic people. The thing about Hannah that, and this is just my opinion of her, but I feel when things get hard, she can't handle it. And I just, that's my biggest problem with her personality in this show. And just with the incident with Marnie, you know, everything happens when shit hits the fan, she can't, she can't take it. And she has to pull back. And maybe I'm just looking at it, you know, as a guy's perspective, but I really feel like the storyline will obviously play out as we go through more episodes, but I feel like this is a really crappy time to like bail on Adam. Like he, like Kelly said, he opened yeah. up to her. Like I mean, he was crappy to her at first, and he had it coming, but he really opened up, and she seemed to like it at the beginning, and then pushed away because it wasn't convenient. Mm-hmm. It wasn't what she wanted, and then when shit got hard, she she couldn't take it. It's just that that's my opinion on her well, personality. Well, because I think it's just as simple as she doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. Like, who wants to? Who wants the to be a grown up? Really, I don't want the responsibility of anything. I mean, who really does? But when you care about somebody, you know, and that's kind of what Adam says. You know, just because I love you doesn't mean I have to like you. You know, in a sense, <laughs> and, and then that's so true. I don't have to be nice. I don't have to be nice. Yeah, I don't have to be nice all the time. And one thing true. I always say is that you know when someone loves you when they are willing to be inconvenienced because mm-hmm. it's the person who will take you to LAX. It's the person yeah. who will help you move out of your apartment. Like, that's love. Unfortunately, you're going to inconvenience me. <laughs> but I'm going to do this because somebody else, I wouldn't do that. For. But that, but you guys understand what I'm saying. Yes. And I feel like Adam is inconveniencing her cookie cutter plan that she had in her diary for herself. I, I think it's a little bit deeper than that. I think it's the fact that she is still a child in her own mind. I mean, here she is. She just recently got cut off the teat, so to speak, from her parents. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Her parents were supporting her. She was, you know, interning forever. She still doesn't have a real job. It's <laughs> it's one of those things where she's just not ready to be a grown-up. In fact, I don't think she's been guided properly to become a grown-up yet. How how weird and is it, sorry, that she, uh, we're talking about, like, how she is not a grown-up, she doesn't know how to be a human being, her mind is fractured, <laughs> and yet she was kind of the most together person in this episode, like, everybody needed Hannah, where's <coughs> Hannah, I need Hannah's help. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Every single point. person was yeah. after her. Great yeah. observation. Well, because I think this in, in this period in her life, it's forcing her to be that that she doesn't want to be, and yeah. she's fighting it. She needs to take care of Adam, she knows what she needs mm-hmm. to do, she doesn't want to, and when they have the altercation, when you know she goes 
back to his place during the party. He needs pain meds and, you know, whatever. She goes back over there and he tells her, basically, I don't work without you. I need you here. And she just doesn't want to hear it. At this point, and I I know anybody that's been in a relationship that you're no longer in anymore has gotten to this point. You're at that point where you're just so disgusted by the situation. You don't care at all whatever's coming out of the other person's mouth. You're just so angry and annoyed by everything. And you just spit out whatever comes out of your mouth. I want to address Phyllis so to speak, yeah. yeah. I want to address Philip's point because it's really interesting. I think last season, you know, Hannah was probably the neediest of oh, yeah. all four girls. Yeah, she true. needed everyone in her life, and now all of a sudden, that's I think the reason why she's so uncomfortable being the adult is because she's never had to be. She's never had to be, and everyone else in her life is starting to fall apart. Elijah's relationship right. is is combusting. You know, Marnie is still in free fall after everything that happened with Charlie. You know, Jessa, she probably has a lot of self-confidence right now coming out of her being married, but eventually that's going to, the veneer is going to start to peel. Yeah. yeah. You know, and now after Adam, you know, the person who didn't need her at all, needs her more than anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talking about slutting it up really quick. Uh, she's just, not a slut. No, this she is my point. This is my point. She's not. Uh, who slid into that role any more than Marnie this episode? Oh, no. <laughs> right? She's not a slut either. Let's let's take that word off the table. Oh, it's not a They're word for me. It's an acronym. No. I, like that word. I like that word a lot, actually. No. Say, <laughs> super ladies under not, tension. You're not a slut if you are, what, <laughs> sleeping with multiple people at one time? It's promiscuous. But yeah, none promiscuous. of them She's are. Well, they are now. She knows that. Embrace she, it. I mean, she's still so it it's okay. Hannah has a relationship with Adam. Okay, who yes. knows what she's doing to him sexually? They didn't discuss that. And then her uh, new gentleman friend, who she's definitely sleeping Sandy. with. Sandy. Right. Sandy, who we don't understand why absolutely she is sleeping with him and what she sees in him. Because she really needs give sex, because she's not getting it from Adam. But what does she like about him? We I don't, don't feel like they showed us anything about him. Because Adam, they made us fall in love with immediately. We saw like a little bit of charm, a little bit of assholeness. I don't really know Sandy's character. I don't really... You I'm fell feeling, for Adam I'm not immediately. Really feeling, yeah, like <laughs> I knew, I knew he was a jerk, but I've been there. I can't relate to the Sandy thing yet. Well, is the thing we know though? about Sandy is that she met him at the co- or at the coffee shop or wherever she works because she made him a drink that was wrong, and he, <laughs> you know, he took it and right. she liked that. And he likes and how he, she's weird. Yeah, he loves you how know, weird he she like is. How, so they all, I got that they have a good chemistry together. It's fun. It's flirty. It's new. And right now, she fell in love again. She got it's like, okay, I don't want to be in this whole relationship thing. I want to go out. I feel better about myself. I want to go out and date, and that's what she's doing. He's a rebound. I don't. I don't but well, I don't think she's like slutting it up. Unfortunately, she's dating. But that's what it, she's doing. Unfortunately, it's Adam who boosted her confidence. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I conquered you. I'm a G. Let me go out and yes. do my thug thizzle. Let me tell dust me myself that. off and try <laughs> again. That has never happened to anyone <laughs> in this room. Come on. It's, it's, it's Come on. very if realistic. Somebody falls in love with you. All of a sudden, shh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the world. You know? You kind of get a little extra pep in your step. You want to go off and you think. And trust me. It always happens that you become more desirable when you're in another relationship. It's so always true. so true. And, what and is I think it? this is kind of it's, happening. It's, no, people come, come out of the woodwork. When you're with somebody, <laughs> people, no, amen. Like, people do not, people do not hit on you. When you're with someone, the best person, I mean, people come left and right at you. I mean, yeah. it is like, they are sexy. And you yeah. are like, 
like, where were you three months ago? It's and anyway, I'm stuck back to this. the show, but Thomas, <laughs> it's it's a glow. It's it's you know you have a confidence you don't even realize that you have. Uh, it's unconscious. Just all of a sudden you're smiling just a little bit more. You're walking with a bit more of a strut. He's talking about exactly. you specifically. <laughs> you have been walking with a strut. Exactly. Lately. You've been walking with a strut lately. Mm-hmm. Makes me wonder where you've been. You know when you you're good in action, everybody feels good. You're relaxed. Your tension is you know gone. Everybody feels good. Well, also and... you're not feeling sorry for yourself for being alone. Right. You know, so you're not seeking it out. So then all of a sudden people respond to the fact that you're not you know kind of like Thirsty. hitting on them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The qu- thirst is gone. Question two. Remember last episode we were divided regarding Marnie and Hannah's fight. Yeah. Marnie needs Hannah now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bad. And Hannah. I don't know if she deliberately did. I want to get, what do you guys think about how she kind of pushed her away? She had to deal with Elijah's situation at the moment because that was obviously a pressing situation. But Marnie was almost begging her, in Marnie's words, you know, to, to help her. What do you oh, think? Oh, yeah. She was like, I lost my job. I lost my boyfriend. And now I think I'm losing you, Hannah. She was definitely in need. And she wasn't holding back from it, too. She was very vulnerable in that moment. And that's not usually like Marnie, who's all put together and, mm-hmm. you know, cookie cutter, clean cut. Well, I think now... Um, and Hannah's like, I'm busy, you know, and not in a bad, not in a bad way. With her writing, you know, not, not a friend, <laughs> not in a bad. And I didn't really take it as a kind of a push away. It was more like I'm right here, but you know, you try to call me, but I have this going on. I have it basically because she tried to tell her she didn't have a life. She's like, well, I have one, and I'm sorry if I can't fit you in yeah. when you need to be fit in, but I'm trying here. We'll just have to work it out. You know? Well, Marnie, this episode, I'm going to give her two thumbs up for her sexiness. She was <laughs> definitely hot this episode. She was ready for some good loving. I felt like she was going to devour Charlie, but then she didn't. I wish she had. Mm-hmm. I no, totally thought no. she was going to take advantage yeah. of that situation. She well, thinks he's saving. pathetic. She thinks, like, hear me out, hear me out. Okay. When he was describing his relationship with, um... Audrey. Audrey. Mm-hmm. And he's basically, he's, like, trying to talk about it in these grandiose terms, and she's like, yeah, having a conversation between two people, it's a, it's a, it's a big deal. Did you, you notice know? she chugged that whole glass of wine? Right. While he was doing it, because it, it made her want to throw up. Uh, like, it was uh, so, I misinterpreted it was, that yeah. thing. I, I, I saw some, I, I interpreted that very different. I, I, I think it's, it's a mix of both. She's not over him, but at the same time, she's like, I can't deal with you right now. But at the same time, she didn't want to be alone, and well, she knew he'll that she, do. she yeah, See, she knew that he uh-uh. would he would let I, her in. I felt like she was listening to him with <laughs> words of love, and mm-hmm. like, dang, you poor thing, you're doing this in order to appease yourself and to make me jealous, and you're 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 fabricating the situation. I really know what's going on, and you still love me, and I still love you. This is some bull. Does she completely forget that he basically propositioned her at the wedding? Well, I okay. well, what. I don't know if she does, but I know when she when they introduced him and her together, she said, "Oh, you're waiting on her. You were always so nice. You were such yeah, a gentleman." She was, and she I said it with loving words. No, she, yeah, and she realizes, "Wow, this guy's a catch. This guy looks good." He's waiting on the girlfriend when she comes out and yells at him. He's smothering her. No, hold on. When she comes out and because she doesn't only want at the party, he's being a gentleman. Like he, ha- he is he's, being a gentleman. And when she comes out and does that, she's like. Wow, like she had that look. But he is smothering, though. Mm -hmm. You're right about that. 
let's not forget when she went back and finally saw his apartment last season and had sex with him and in the middle of his needy words it was needy almost, BS it, it was it was a little much and I wonder if that lingers in the back of her head still to why when she does go back to him in this episode she doesn't sleep with him she just she doesn't even take her shoes off if you notice she yeah. just snuggles with him she knows that he's a safe place he's comfortable mm. he may not be the guy that she wants to be with yeah but he's comfortable and she can trust that. I know she's well, desperate think, right now. Well, yeah, and I think that unfortunately for him, he's going. Uh, what I, you know, see, and we can talk about it more in predictions too, is that I think she's going to use that to her benefit because she feels like a sad, lonely case, and she's going to be the needy one and go cry back to him because he's a nice guy and he's going to help pick her up, and then she's going to drop him back down. Or he'll drop her, maybe. Uh, I don't think he's strong enough. He's for not that. capable. Mm-mm. Definitely not no. capable. So we can all agree that uh, Audrey sucks, right? <laughs> She's just the meanest thing uh, yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, we don't know Audrey well enough. So in her defense, I'm going to say, yeah, we. she was acting like a B-I-T-C-H. But okay. at the same okay. time, she was taking <laughs> advantage of poor Charlie. But why? She doesn't even seem like she would be with someone like Charlie, But she though. was acting like Marnie did toward the exactly. end of their relationship. That's why I'm not mad at yes. her. It's because she was acting like the previous girlfriend. Because mm-hmm. she came, she's coming to a point where she's just getting irate with everything you do is just annoying and wrong, even when you're nice. But he does that to himself. He knows why He knows why Marnie broke up with right, him. Right, right, And he's still doing the same things. I mean, that might just be in his nature. He can't change. But, like, think about who she was in the, in the, uh, in the Craxident episode last season, Audrey versus now. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, you know, maybe a month and a half, two months into their relationship, and, you know, the things that she thought were really cute when she first met Charlie mm-hmm. are now the things she hates most right, about Right, because now it's kind of like, get off my toe. Like, yeah. why do you have to be standing on top of me yeah. all quick, the time? Quick question. Is that, like, an annoying thing? Should we not wait by the bathroom? The honeymoon phase are is over. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. So, Definitely. No, 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 okay. leg- legitimately. Like, because his concern I'm, made sense to me. I was like, not, she doesn't know do people. Do not apply the rules of girls to your own personal love life. That's all because I some do. of us love, <laughs> 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 because it's a, it, you have to you have to like determine the situation or assess it with that particular woman. But because we're all different. I love a clingy man. I love a thirsty all wait. over me everyday man. <laughs> when I like you, if I don't, uh. if I don't like you, don't. Oh right, but if if she said I don't like wait, you. don't wait. Yeah. yeah, be all over her if that's what she wants. Well, but if she her, says don't wait, don't, don't wait. wait. But just read her body language too, right? If you can tell she's uncomfortable, but right? But she party, physically yeah. tells you <laughs> she has don't, don't wait. She has an don't attitude. wait. <laughs> <laughs> no means no. <laughs> <laughs> because personally, for me, I can't stand that. Like I'm a pretty independent person, but when I go places that I don't necessarily know anyone, you know, I I like to be with you know the person that I know. I'm not like this, but you don't have to be babysat. No, I don't need to be babysat, but I want to be checked on. I mm-hmm. like to feel like I'm Correct. important, but, but I don't smothered. need you. I don't want to be smothered. So that has to be a good balance in between that. And I think that's Charlie's problem. He doesn't know a good balance. He he wants to be the good guy. He wants to be right. there, but he overdoes it like dramatically. Yeah, mm-hmm. he and wants he just to provide. Listen. He does, know, but he, he doesn't take direction. Yeah. He That's just true. goes on his own. He's not a listener. He goes rogue all the time. He's weak in ways. He's not like, a- he doesn't have a backbone. He doesn't <laughs> have a backbone Charlie in ways. So I bad. think his problem is, is he goes for too strong of a woman. Yeah. You mm. know, I mean, Marnie's a strong Ooh. individual. Audrey's a strong individual. And sure, it was very fun, you know, when him and Audrey first met, but... Over time, he's the needy one. He needs someone that's oh, going to yeah. need him more. But wouldn't that balance out? Isn't there like no. a theory you where would, you, know, you would think? You would think. No? No. Yeah. Oil like and water, Thomas. It's Oil too and water. extreme. No, I've, I've read articles where it balances out. Like sometimes weaker <coughs> men will find stronger women. Here's like, the thing. Yeah. 
the opposites attract. Oh, is, you do that? No, opposites <laughs> attract is be, opposites attract is BS because it, it's hot for like a month and a half. <laughs> it true. is, and then you can't stand each other. It doesn't work. He needs to find somebody that's going to be as codependent as he is and love him for his flourishes and and for his you know being a hopeless romantic and all that stuff. True, but <laughs> I think you just have to find a balance because sometimes you can hate each other, but that's where the passion comes in, and you can still have a good relationship with someone but be able to have those you know crazy fights and all of that because you're just getting to know well, one another. Kelly, would you would you would you marry someone who you hated half the time? <laughs> well, it de- but it depends on the circumstances because when you're when a relationship is new, honestly, when a relationship is new and if you don't give it time, you know, and when you get to that point after a few months and things about them like drive you nuts and if you don't work it out and find a good balance, how do you really know? You, you don't. Should, and also, at some point, it should just be easy. Well, at re- some point. Here, here's the deal. Relationships, the best advice for relationships is relationships always start easy. That's how they should always start. And then they build and get more and more complex. Well, they start easy because nobody's ever really themselves. Well, so by it, the well, time you really let go and you're yourself, that's what makes it get harder and harder. Or sometimes well, they don't build. start easy and they start off hard from the beginning and but, six months later you're broken up and sad and on After Buzz on the episode of Girl. Well, if, they're, <laughs> if it's bad at the beginning, then <laughs> run away. If it's there. bad at the beginning, get in, if it's bad at the beginning, get in your car, lock your doors and drive away. Like, just, I don't know. But you, but, you, no, but like, like they start like that, but you. The thing, like I like what you said because there can be differences. Like if someone is smothering or someone is very affectionate, as long as they, if, if you can find some part of that quality endearing, and at the same time they learn to respect your boundaries a little more, you can work with that. Yeah, it's a case by case situation, a person by person. Okay, so let me ask you guys this: Shoshana and right, do you think that that's something that's coming easy because she just lost her virginity? She's devastated obviously that he didn't choose to be with her after having sex with him no that's going to be a good example of this because they're two very different people that don't understand each other and she's going to have to take a step back and give it time to understand him just like he's going to have to do the same thing for her because the thing that he said is when I'm not with you and I get this text of just emojis. It's easy for me to dismiss you. But then when I'm around you, I remember why I don't want to. I think and that was the best example of that, yeah. I think. I think a really, um, the underlying issue with all of these relationships is the fact that they're not friends first. Hannah and Adam weren't friends. They were booty call. <sighs> and so they didn't get to know each other. They didn't get to, you know, there's no common ground. There's no understanding one another. There's no, I get it. Um, Ray and Shoshana, they're not friends. And she even says that. She's like, you were just somebody I... In, You're in my lover. <laughs> yeah, they, they were never friends. And I think that in order to have a healthy relationship among these individuals, they have to develop a strong friendship. So that way there's no disconnect. That way there's a respect when somebody's having a bad day or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. And I, ironically and oddly enough, I think that Adam is the only one in this whole situation that gets that. And I think that's Agreed. why he keeps mm-hmm. so separate from Hannah for so long. And now that he opened himself up, he's the one that's been... been become the most vulnerable and the most hurt. Back to Shoshana, though. Didn't Ray say he wanted to take her virginity? He didn't want to take her virginity, excuse me, because it was, he didn't want to do it at the beginning. It wasn't... Well, he that said, was that the other guy? guy. No, no, well, that was the other guy, but he said, I don't know if I want the responsibility. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm worthy enough. And then yeah. he's like, 
Uh, yes, Epic, I am. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. um, yeah. he was hesitant a little bit. Yeah, Ray is a hard man to love. Like he's the most. Ne- <laughs> he's tr- it's true. He's the most negative person on the show, and this is a show that stars Hannah Horvath, right. who's an incredibly negative person. But I would say that I like that, like Adam, he's very direct. He's very real. He never says anything that he doesn't believe, and that's why he likes Shoshana so much because she doesn't buy into other people's crap. You know, mm-hmm. she she is kind of like very flighty yeah. and and very immature, but she knows what she wants. She says what she believes. No filter. And exactly, and that's what right. he loves about her. I'm most excited by this relationship. Yes. Actually, I think it's the only one. And you guys can disagree with me. That is not confusing. Uh, Dependence with love. Yes, I would agree. I agree with Whoa, you. Whoa, big statement. I Neither of them need each other. Confusing no. dependence with love. It's, a, it's like all that. about want. Yeah, I liked I how like Ray that. took charge <clears throat> at the end with Shoshana. I really yeah. liked because that's again that's something that Charlie doesn't do with Marnie, yeah. and Marnie ended up having to do with Elijah. She took charge of that situation. Ew. Yeah, but no, I, it's like <laughs> no, but as men, you have to take charge sometimes, and it, it was just <laughs> good that he did. Yeah, that was yeah. kind of really bizarre. No, he uh, fought. They were both needy. Yeah. Ray fought for the girl. Mm-hmm. Well, even back in the, you know, in the episode where they first hooked up, it was the same thing. Like he, you know, he puts up with her quirkiness and all of that and he likes that about her. And I think this is going to be a relationship where they're genuinely going to have to just get to know each other and figure it out. Yeah. But there's definitely not a need there. Can I ask a question? How old is Ray? Cuz we know that Shoshana is finishing up college. <laughs> he feels very old. Yeah, he's got like, like, like an old energy. Shoshana is 21, yeah. 22. He's 30. I think he's at least Charlie's age because they're in the band together. Right. right. So he's like around that age. I think, I think like he's older. 30. He's which like is 29, 30. Yeah. He's probably like in his yeah, late yeah. 20s. Did you get, speaking <clears> of uh, like just that vibe, did you catch that motif with just Ray and Shoshana where it was uh, the classic romance motif? So her like, oh, hello. Goodbye. Yeah. And then, like, the kiss was the long lean yes, back kiss. Yeah. That you know, so she's cute. been probably watching in movies and, you know, imagining someone would do it. Yeah, that's kind of nice. Like a very classic. The romance. Notebook, Dirty Dancing. It was a very old kiss. Hollywood kiss. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's just that their whole relationship mm-hmm. is like pretending to be. But I like how she was looking for her person, like throwing the other person <laughs> down, and like picking up the same purses and throwing it down, <laughs> waiting for him to like ravish her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what I liked most about that kiss is because even though it was old Hollywood, it wasn't graceful. Yeah, it was the awkwardness. It was the the awkward thing we love about girls. It was still very awkward. (laughs) I don't Uh, know, but guys, we have um, the show on podcast, so we would appreciate it if you would please go to iTunes. You can subscribe for free, download us, and let us know what you think about these relationships. Do you agree with me? Do you agree with anyone here? Do you think that, you know, these relationships are good, needy, healthy? What's your opinion? We'd love to hear it. So make sure to rate and comment. Tell your friend. It just takes a second, and we want to be in the top ten over here, so... So help us out. Speaking of uh, audience opinion, I've got a tweet here from at uh, Title Nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wants to know how we think the Golden Globe success tonight is going to affect the show. Will Lena Dunham? I'm assuming all the new attention she season two is going to get mm-hmm. is Lena Dunham going to let ho- the Hollywood system change the direction of the show? Because this show is controversial. <clears throat> no, it I is. don't think so. It is. <laughs> I don't think so either. And she's um, she's been asked that question a few times before with the success of the show and all the press that she's been doing recently and I don't I don't I don't think so. I think now it's just I think she's appreciating the more eyes that are gonna be on the show yeah. and she wants it to be kind of 
the last thing that I heard her say on an interview recently was that she wants it to be kind of a place where you take a look at yourself mm-hmm. and, and your adolescence and, mm-hmm. and growing up. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's kind of what how you relate to it. More of so, it was like stepping outside and looking at yourself. And that's what she's hoping to portray on the show. Yeah, I agree. So, I I'm, think... I think the show's only going to become more what it already is. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. And so the the girls that are around this age, they that I know, they watch the show and they're like, I do talk like that. I do uh, have drama in my life because of Facebook newsfeed. You know, like, this is my life. <laughs> that and, was hilarious. Yeah, the women that don't watch it, who maybe didn't win a Golden Globe tonight, or that mm-hmm. generation, when they tune in, they're even more probably going to be like, what is this? Why are her breasts constantly out and tattooed? <laughs> you know, like, but I think, I think I think it's just gonna, uh, and I think that's Judd Apatow a little bit, mm-hmm. that influence of like, no, just be your, you know, that annoying thing, the voice of your generation, just be, say this is what life is like to the people that but are that age. But being controversial is why we love it so much, because it is raw, it's blunt, mm-hmm. it's dirty, it's funny, it's silly. It's all of those things that sometimes right. we get afraid to be. Yeah, it's it's the grittier side of a teen like comedy series or drama series. You know, it's not always like you know the popular kids and you know parties and you know all these things that we see in a lot of these network shows. And that's one of the things I love about it because a lot of these things, you know, even I can go back and relate and you know be like, dang, you know, I remember cra- crazy times like that or situations right. that are similar to that. And it's got to be harder now for these kids growing up with all the social media and the internet and these things. That I didn't have to deal with when I was, you know, in my early twenties or you know, you late can't teens. escape. Well, no. and it's real. It is real life because it's set in Brooklyn, not in Manhattan. You know, they have basic apartments, which most people our Tiny ages ones. and younger mm-hmm. have. A lot of them live off their parents who are getting weaned off. They're having to become adults. They weren't. They weren't taught to be. You know, they 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 weren't given the school. They weren't given the. The, I would say credentials, not the proper word, but, you know, they weren't taught how to be adults in this world. Like, a lot of people that that grow up, if you have any younger siblings, like, it's been a lot harder for them than it was for yeah. us. Just society's so different. Right. And so, it shows them kind of coming of age, which is, you know, it is yeah, very relatable. I agree. Can we swing it really quick back to Marnie and Elijah mm. having this bisexual, <laughs> non-hard... Because <laughs> we didn't hard discuss for a minute. that yet, and I feel like <laughs> our And it's going to be hard home, later. Our audience at home is like, they, they're probably dying for us to discuss okay. this. I was thrown off by it. I I was surprised by it, but I didn't think it was. I wasn't that thrown off by it because it's a situation I could totally see happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're having sex with your besties' ex boo. Well, remember they had, they had already made out in something before because in, remember in, in from last season, yes, yes, in last season, <laughs> and I think that's kind of the whole thing with Marnie and Hannah's relationship is there has been this kind of sense of entitlement that Marnie's always had, and watching her kind of break down a little bit is going to be very interesting to see oh, yeah. because she's kind of losing that upper hand in this relationship. She's losing it all together. She is, and that's going to be you know on another very interesting to see. But I think that's another reason why she feels entitled to anything and everything. So she. She doesn't even think about it as, you know, Hannah would be upset about this. Living with your best it. friend's bisexual boyfriend who's is gay never and okay. has HPV. And has HPV. <laughs> yeah. Never okay. And she knows but she knew she's it. like put a condom on. Like yeah. she said Which that. is still a little. Yeah. There's no way to say they were caught up in the moment because there were plenty of awkward stops where they could have like stopped doing it and right. they didn't. Right. So this is, you know, she knows what she's doing. You know, they're going to do that, you know, whatever. But again, that 
that plays into her character of her thinking she can just do whatever she wants to do. She's sliding into the Hannah of last season role mm-hmm. or whatever, where it's, you know, carefree. But at the same time, I think she also wants to be called uh, mature. Did you, you notice he uh, told her her voice has been maturing? She kind of like liked that idea. Her mom earlier in the episode had said, you look like you're 30. And she like owned that. <laughs> yeah. She's the only girl I've ever seen be like, oh, I look older than I look? Great. Right. What yeah. about like, her mom uh, and her relationship, by yeah. the way? And her mom talking about having sex with a uh, waiter or a caterer. A caterer. She's like, I'm 30 and I wouldn't. See, and what did you think I, about? I interpreted she's not 30, that. She's like 24. Yeah. I interpreted <laughs> that as the same thing that she's going through, but older. So you probably live this cookie cutter, very clean, very specific plan life. And that's probably where Marnie got it from. But then in your older age, after your marriage didn't work out, now you're free. You're free spirit. And that's probably what Marnie's going through now, but earlier. I have two questions. So do you think her, there's two, but do you think her mom was trying to like, bring her down in a way by saying she's 30 and is that a normal relationship for a a daughter to have with her mother? I think that her mother was trying to point out the fact that you're taking life a little too seriously too fast Yes, and I took life seriously too fast and look at where I am. Now I'm doing a cater waiter. This is the way it should be. (laughs) Uh It should be light. It should be fun. It should be, you know, own your sexuality. Don't really think too much about what's going to happen two steps from now. Just kind of live in the now and I think there's a lot of underlying with that. And she also, she wants to be your friend. She's like, you know, talk to me like a friend. And Marnie says, I am. She's like, you talk to your friends like this? <laughs> She's like, I'm worse with them. You know, like, I think uh, there's kind of an interesting parallel between her and her mom and her and Hannah, mm-hmm. where I feel like in many ways she's got to have some kind of like disgust for her mom right now, kind of like the same way she's sort of like would chastise Hannah. Well, yeah. I think she's just a little bit too uptight. She's yeah. just, you know, she doesn't really, she hasn't really let go. I think Hannah and her mom are kind of going through the same thing. It's like live and let live, you know? They just want to kind of wild out and have some fun. And I think they're both doing that simultaneously. And her having to look at both of them do that, you know, we'll see what kind of an effect it's going to have on her. I think Elijah said it best when he said to when she first says to him, you don't have to pretend to be somebody that you're not. And he says to her back, neither do you. Mm-hmm. She has this idea Snaps. in her head that she should absolutely be this hoity-toity, you know, stick-up-my-ass kind of person when she's really, <laughs> when she, you know. <laughs> you went there. When she, you know, maybe she's not. Maybe she, maybe she can relax a little and not have to worry about, oh, if something doesn't get done, I don't have to be the one to do it. Maybe she can just let go. Maybe that's what we'll see. I don't think know, she's even up. used to it happening because, you know, it, it's ch- it's changed for her now with her yeah. having all these issues. It's changing and, and she's, I think she's going to be in this place of uh, new self-discovery of who she really truly is as a person not mm. who she thought she was. Yeah. But how did the rest of you feel about that conversation with her mom as blunt as her mom was about her relationship with, with the guy? Like, oh, is I that, loved it. That's how my mother talks to me. Okay, that is. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm just curious me. as a guy. Everything like, I know as you get about older. sex. Yeah. yeah, mine too. As you get older, you just kind of say, I think it's this a, happens. I think that's mm-hmm. a healthy, I mean, I don't know, maybe people might not agree, but I think it's a good way to be able to talk to you, you know your mom about things like that because if you, know, if you can't, then you'll hide things, and I think there's more of a potential to, you know, get in trouble and and things like that when you're not open and honest with your kids. And, I mean, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I think there's a fine line when it comes to how much detail you get into Yeah, I mean, I don't, necessarily, I don't necessarily <laughs> want to know. Um, see, I, I, I don't want to get down to the nitty-gritty. <laughs> I don't want to get to the nitty-gritty. That's what something that my mother uh, did with me. She told me, like, she gave my father head and how. Uh, what? Uh, 
<laughs> so spicy oh. runs in the family. Yeah, that's where I got it from. Where do you think she gets it from? That is where I got it from. Uh, and I feel like those details should be discussed because if not, you will discover it on your own and possibly go through so much craziness, so much drama that you could have avoided had yeah. your mother just told you how to but do it right here's the, first the time. thing. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. Dads don't do that. Yeah, we don't. It's yeah. not a father and son thing. Like, there's, there's no well, guy bonding over be. it. Well, like, it's kind of like, you know where babies come from? All right. Yeah. Pat on the back. I didn't well, even get that. I know we have to wrap up in a second, but I just want to discuss the fact that we didn't get enough of Jess this episode. No. I feel no, like disconnected. No. I miss her. I love her. Can I see more of her next episode? That's well, all I Well, and I think we will. And, we got, and then I wanted to make a mention of her and her marriage situation because we were talking about, you know, not being friends first and not getting to yeah. know each other and all that. So I wonder how that's going to play out because she makes a statement in the cab that she doesn't even know where her husband lives. She doesn't know his address. Where they live. <laughs> where where they yeah, live. where they live. That's very just, yeah. You know, so which is going to be funny to see how that's going to play out. Yeah. Is that going to be an issue? Are they going to, you know, is this going to be a struggle that we see or is it just going to, are they going to be this kind of people that, you know what, it just works out. I, I want to see know. their marriage work out because that makes no sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> and like to have that work out I think would be the most rewarding <clears throat> plot line That'd ever. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I think the evidence goes the other way, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, every girl on this show is playing fake it till you make it. There's house of cards that they're building. Uh, we just didn't get her this episode but once we do, we know that marriage isn't going to work out. And even she Hannah's character, she that could get pregnant. Like that fixes after everything. Buzz prediction. Yeah, oh, so let's, yeah, let's save it. Yeah. But what do we think about George, Elijah, and George? Oh, you know, oh, we know George, George is bankrolling his whole operation. And he's going operation. to Gary's. George was like, "Fine, I'm going to Gary's." When he, when he got kicked out by yeah. Hannah. Well, and you know, I think the biggest thing. Are we on predictions, right? The, well, not yet. We're we're going to be in a second. Okay. Well, then I'll wait. Yeah. Wait. Hold that. Hold that. I think with George, um, I think that Elijah likes the idea of having a sugar daddy. Mm-hmm. And it's not responsible. Yeah, and I think that it, it's it's another case of I like the grown-up relationship, but I am not ready for the responsibility of it. And so when he has to take care of George, when George gets a little too drunk, he doesn't want to deal with it. But he doesn't mind being able to go shopping on his platinum right. pot. So it's it's one of those, uh, yet another immature relationship that needs to kind of develop over time, or it's going to part ways. Mm-hmm. It'll naturally Absolutely. part ways. And I think him <laughs> having Hannah walk her out, or walk him out, was a part of him parting ways. Yeah, well, because he doesn't want to deal with it on his own, so here, you do this for me. And yeah. it, it, that's just kind of what everybody's going through right now with the exception I think of Shoshana and Ray that are just dealing with their own stuff in their own way but everybody else is kind of I don't want to deal with this you deal with it yeah you know kind of a thing well let's get into predictions and see what we think about mm-hmm. what's going to happen now, throughout the season I predict okay so it says I couldn't <laughs> wait earlier okay, so go, I'm just going to go. Go, go so I predict it could this the the Marnie and Elijah situation could go one of two ways it can go one where Hannah finds out like she walks in later and it gets you know like happens again and she finds out or one of them leaks it gets really nasty and then Hannah gets jealous or they try Elijah or Marnie try to blackmail each other Hmm. I could just see something kind of like crazy going on. More there. like scandal or revenge episode. <laughs> you think so? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could see something because they both have something to lose out of it. Like it, it's going to give or take, and then um, yeah, I mean that's my biggest prediction. What's yours? Uh, mine has more to do with uh, probably uh, Marnie and um, Charlie. I think that she, her going back to his place, something I know oh too well with my exes. So if I'm going based off of my life, she's going to go back to him. She's going to sleep with him because it doesn't increase the number on her hand. And she's going <laughs> to enjoy it for a hot second and then realize why she left him to begin with. Unfortunately, he's going to get burned again. But then 
he's going to be the real asshole that she, he should have been last season. Or maybe he'll burn her. <laughs> maybe. That'd be nice. Maybe he's going to get an STD from his current girlfriend, Audrey, and give it to her. He'll get some cojones and burn her. That's what I'll, <laughs> but she didn't get it, HPV from... Keep an STD count on the episode. We've got three floating at any given time. Like, um, <laughs> I think that... Uh, I think Hannah and Marnie's relationship is a lot more disconnected than they're giving it credit for, and I think Marnie's the one that's going to feel it, that's mm-hmm. feeling it the most, and I think that eventually... Um, Hannah's going to have to address it. Yeah. Hannah's gonna, absolutely going to have to address it. I think that uh, even if Jessa, when it comes to Jessa and, and Thomas John, or John Thomas. Thomas John. Thomas John. <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever. Um, I think that, you know, yes, she's in, it's once again one of those honeymoon phase type things. She's having a good time. It's going to be very bohemian. She might get knocked up. She might not. I think Ooh, that would be a good twist. I think that even despite if she does get knocked up, this is a short-lived thing. I see her being, and forgive me for saying this, like another Kim Kardashian, a three-month mm. wedding, and she's out of it. <laughs> we need so many more of those. Yeah. <laughs> is I, uh, it going to be on NBC, too? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think you're right. I think we're gonna. Uh, that's going to be a short-lived romance. I think it's also going to happen, unfortunately, with uh, Hannah and Sandy. Yeah. That's not going to last very long. We saw it at the episode end in the same way she said she wouldn't be, which was going to his apartment in the middle of the night. We know that doesn't lead to the healthiest relationship. Again, my other prediction, though, and it's kind of cheating, the actor pl- is playing Elijah is moving on to other work, so I think there's going to be a roommate shuffle Ooh. somewhere in here. Mm-hmm. Who's going to go where? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, he is a guest star, so he could flit in and out of the series. I do think that, uh, that Sandy's going by the wayside. I want to see what happens when, and- when Adam finds out about Sandy, because she was avoiding telling him, all episode, and that's eventually <laughs> going to happen. I know it's been announced later on in the season, and it was in the preview that we saw before the season started, that Patrick Wilson is coming on right. as yeah, Hannah's we... new boss, mm-hmm. and uh, and that something is going to happen. Yeah, we n- knew that that was going to be a possible love interest for her. We talked about that last season, so, okay. yeah. so we'll see. Um, and uh, I think Shoshana and Ray are going to develop, continue to develop that relationship, and I think that Marnie and Charlie... I think that that relationship is going to be throughout the entire series. We're yeah. going to see a big, big arc between them because right. they have She's so much unfinished. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Ross it's, and it's, Rachel. Yeah, kind of. it's comfortable. It's a comfortable thing. I think it's just going to be a lot more bed swapping and you know <laughs> panty dropping <laughs> and like Kitty all sharing. of that Juice stuff. swapping. <laughs> so we'll see. But <laughs> I think that about does it here for us tonight. Um, but I am excited for this new season. I can't wait to see what happens with these girls. I absolutely love this show. And I'm, you know, congratulations to Lena Dunham on her Golden Globe. And, Yay! you know, I'm excited to see what else, you know, what's what's left for us. But thank you guys so much for hanging out with yeah, us. Yeah, we learned a lot. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, you know, we'll be <laughs> shuffling in and out. So, we'll, you know, we'd love to have you back anytime, of course. Absolutely. And uh, where can we find you guys on Twitter? So I'm at FIMO, F-I-M-O. And uh, I am at Matt Lieberman, M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. Mm-hmm. And We're doing guys first. All yes, right. Guys you, can, first. you can twizzle at me. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> at Thomas Guide, T O M A S G U I D E. You can find me at Miriam L. Gonzalez. I'm and you, to... you can play with my Twitter at spicy underscore Mati. And you can find me at Kelly with an IE079. And please follow us on Twitter at AfterBuzzTV. And don't forget to go to iTunes, rate, comment, and subscribe. We love you guys, and we can't wait to see you next week. <laughs> From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.